Welcome back to the Hot Tibets Daily Pick Show for Saturday, March 26th. Back with some more college basketball action for today. Got a couple of great Elite Eight matchups to take a look at, as well as a game over in the Basketball Classic that we'll take a look at here. But before we get into all that, quickly looking over at odds, James, how the results we've done so far this week. Recording this before Friday's show, um, or before Friday's games, rather, so we don't quite have the results for those four. We did end up going 2-2 two and two on Thursday night, Houston and Villanova both covering those games. And if you want to track your bets on odds, James, use the link down below go sign up it's completely free to use their software to track it they also have some paid stuff arbitrage positive ev some some nice tools like that that you can take a look at but use the link down below sign up for odds jam and let's jump right into today's show for the elite eight houston taking on villanova houston 23 and 5 on the season villanova is 29 and 7 houston comes into this matchup two in kimpom and also second in the hot to bed rankings villanova 11th in kimpom fifth in the hot to bed ranking so two very very good teams here and honestly two teams that all season i have liked to win the national championship it's a shame they both can't make the final four but this houston squad finished american play with a very impressive 15 and 3 record the injuries that they were dealt with all season it was crazy where they're at at the moment and how good they have looked a very impressive performances over illinois and arizona so far in the tournament this houston team quite honestly feels like the hottest team right now But they're going up against the Villanova team, who has played just as good as they have. Great wins over Ohio State and Michigan. Not to mention Jay Wright is absolutely crazy in March. I saw some stat like 19 and 3 since 2018 or 2016, whatever, whatever the stat was. But it was a crazy record for Jay Wright nonetheless. Um, And this Villanova team was good in Big East play as well, 16-4. And And it's a Villanova team that can certainly shoot the basketball very, very well. Colin Gillespie has been outstanding for this team, 15.9 points per game for him this year. Justin Moore is also dropping 15 points per game for this Villanova team. And overall, a great shooting team, a 52.1 effective field goal percentage, 36% from me on the arc. And they're the number one free throw shooting team in the country, 82.6% from the free throw line but that's not to say houston's a bad scoring team at all i mean kyle edwards kyler edwards leads them in scoring with 14.1 points per game fabian white jr also dropping 12.8 points per game for this houston squad and overall houston has been a good shooting team a 53.6 effective field percentage 34.5 percent from beyond the arc their free throws though certainly don't match up with villanova only 66.7 percent from the free throw line which is a little bit of a concern for this houston squad but quite frankly it hasn't phased them so far far in the tournament eighth adjusted offensive efficiency according to ken palm coming into this game while villanova is ninth so two top 10 offenses going into this game houston's also 10th in adjusted defensive efficiency but villanova 24th adjusted defensive efficiency is the outlier in this game i mean still great obviously a top 25 defense um but they have been just ever so slightly worse than what Houston has done this year. Not to say they're bad on the defensive side of the ball, because they're certainly not. But when you get down to eight teams left, you got to nitpick at something. And if it's going to be something for Villanova, it is that defense. Their shot defense has been good, but not as good as Houston, allowing a 47.3 effective field goal percentage as well as 30.7% from beyond the arc, compared to Houston, who has just done an absolutely outstanding job, a crazy job, in fact, only allowing a 43.5 effective field goal percentage and 28.9% from beyond the arc and like i said at the beginning of this game i mean these are two teams 
that I really, I, honestly, I if, the, if I could have had these two teams beating us in the national championship, I would have loved to have do that. They've both been playing great basketball as of late, but I think defensively, Houston is just going to have the edge in this game. They've really been playing their best basketball as of late. How they looked against Arizona and Illinois was very, very impressive to me. I liked them before we were going into the tournament. I think Houston kind of just was super underseeded, you know, had some injuries. They played in the American, which was a little bit down. I think kind of pushed them to a five seed, and this team really has outplayed that five seed, you know, leaps and bounds. Um, honestly, I think the winner of this game is more than likely going to be playing in that national championship game. I mean, that's not crazy to say, you know, <laughs> with their side of the bracket being a little bit weaker in the final four game. Um, but I really like this Houston squad. I really love what he's doing. It's hard for me to get it bet against Jay Wright, but this Villanova defense is just more of a question mark than the Houston defense. And I think Houston has really just been a very, very strong team. Looking over to odds jam for the odds for Villanova Houston here. Um, if we go ahead, scrolling down here, looks like Houston minus two, um, pretty much minus 110 everywhere is the best line. So we'll go ahead and lock that in. Houston minus two against Villanova. Now, the second game we're taking a look at, the second Elite Eight game of the day, Arkansas taking on Duke. Arkansas 28-8 and eight on the year. Duke is 31-6. and six. Arkansas comes into this game 17th in both Kimpom and the Hot Dip at rankings. Duke is 9th in both Kimpom and the Hot Dip at rankings. And I think that's the first time this season where me and Kimpom have had the same rankings for both teams. We've had one before, but this might be the first one with two. Just a little bit interesting. Not that it matters at all, but Arkansas, a very impressive win over Gonzaga on Thursday. Um, you know, and it's a it's an Arkansas team that I was certainly doubting all year. I mean, I doubted them against Gonzaga. I was laying nine and a half with Gonzaga. That didn't go well at all. And maybe it's time for me to start believing in this Arkansas team. And what better time than against Duke? I mean, I am already dreading having to watch Coach K win a national championship. I can't even imagine having to do that. Um, but they put up a good performance against Texas Tech. You know, we're able to battle, stay in that game, and find a way to win. Um, and it's hard to hate on this Duke squad too much because offensively, they're one of the best teams in the country. Paulo Bancaro leads them with 17.2 points per game. Wendell Moore Jr. also dropping 13.5 points per game. And overall, like I said, you know, just one of the best shooting teams in the country for Duke right now. A 55.9 effective field percentage, 37% from beyond the arc, and they're hitting 73.8% from the free throw line. But that's not to say Arkansas is a bad team shooting the ball. I mean, J.D. Note has done a, a good job for them, dropping 18.5 points per game. Stanley Mood also dropping 11.8 points per game for this Arkansas squad. And as a whole, as a team, yeah, they might not be as good as Duke, but they found ways to score points. They've been all right this season. A 48.6 effective field goal percentage, 34.4% from beyond the arc, and a 75.7 free throw percentage. But Duke is going to be the much stronger team on offense in this matchup. Offensively, uh, Kim Palm efficiency-wise, Duke is second adjusted offensive efficiency. Arkansas 53rd. Arkansas, though, much like Texas Tech, has the huge advantage on the defensive side of the ball going up against Duke. 11th adjusted defensive efficiency compared to Duke is 47th. Um, and I think with this Duke squad, I know I think having that that full week to prep and game plan for Texas Tech certainly helps them. Not having that here against this Arkansas squad, I think is going to be very, very difficult. I mean, this is an Arkansas defense that plays super, super competitive. They've looked very solid this year. And even though I haven't necessarily loved the way they've played and loved their style all season, it's hard to deny what they've been able to do. And getting to the Elite Eight certainly proves that. They do a really good job forcing turnovers, forcing a 20.5 turnover percentage this season, 58th best in the country in that category. And 
Duke just doesn't have it on the defensive side of the ball, only forcing a 15.8 turnover percentage, 315th in the country in that category. And, you know, it's it's one of those games. You take the Duke offense or do you take the Arkansas defense rolling into this one? Personally, I don't think the Arkansas defense is worse than four-point underdogs compared to the Duke offense, if that makes any sense what I'm trying to say. More what I'm saying is Duke's defense compared to Arkansas defense is a much wider gap than the Arkansas offense compared to the Duke de- or the Duke offense, um, if that made any sense either. But I like Arkansas. Four points just feels like too much here in this game. I think the must bus continues to roll on. And yeah, at the same time, it's hard to bet against Duke because it feels like the refs are going to give them all the calls. It seems like that's what's happening all along. Um, and if you're betting Duke, you're betting that storyline. You're betting Coach K to go out on top. Um, but I think defensively, Arkansas has just been such a competitive team. Um, and I think they're able to keep this game close. So looking over to the odds for Duke, Arkansas over here on Odds Jam. Um, scrolling down, looks like Arkansas four and a half, not really great lines. Looks like Arkansas plus four minus one Oh nine is the best bet. So go ahead and lock Arkansas in plus four against Duke. Now, don't click off of the video just yet. We got one more game on Saturday's card. It's actually the first game of the card. Um, I did put it at the end here because it's obviously the lesser of the three games. But we got a college basketball classic game, or just the basketball classic. I can never get the name of that stupid tournament, right? But Portland taking on Southern Utah. Portland comes into this game 19-14 and 14 on the year. Southern Utah is 22-11. and 11. Southern Utah 161 in Kimpom, 139 in the Hot Tibet rankings. Portland is 174th in Kimpom and 200 and 59th in the hot tip at rankings and this is a southern utah team that i've really loved this season we were on them you know in that utep game here in the the round before this one good wins over kent state and utep in this tournament portland's got the win over new orleans which is weird you know portland's only played one game southern utah's played two just a strange tournament all around but when we look at how these two teams played you know the the whole season um portland you know in the west coast conference was near the middle to bottom of the conference end up with a seven and seven record um but they're a team that kind of struggled i mean only went one win over a kin palm top 200 team all season it was a win over san francisco which is a, a good win for portland but still that one win is, is really their you know lone success of the season overall southern utah finishes up with a 14 and 6 conference record and you know the the biggest notable thing for southern utah coming into this game um is without tevin jones you know they were out him with without him the last few games as well but um you know he was the leading scorer for this team and and being without him is tough but they fared all right against utep they looked like a good team john knight the third leads the southern utah team in scoring with 14.4 points per game mazit facet also dropping 12.1 points per game and overall southern utah has been a solid team shooting the basketball this year a 52.9 effective field goal percentage 34.3 percent from beyond the arc and hitting 70.4 percent of their free throws now it's not to say portland's a bad shooting team by any means because they've been pretty good as well um especially playing in the west coast conference tyler robertson leads them with 14.9 points per game moses wood dropping 14.5 points per game and overall this portland team has shot the ball fine a 50 effective field goal percentage 35.1 percent from on the arc and they've actually been really good from the free throw line hitting 76 or 79.6 percent um but kim palm efficiency wise Portland's just not as solid on the offensive side of the ball compared to Southern Utah in this matchup. Portland 176th adjusted offensive efficiency, while Southern Utah is 90th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Portland does have the edge on the defensive side of things here, 188th adjusted defensive efficiency, while Southern Utah is 251st. But that's not to say Southern Utah is a terrible team on the defensive side of the ball because they certainly haven't been, you know, the worst in the world. They certainly, to me, when I've watched them play, haven't looked like, you know, the 251st worst defense in the country. They 
They've done a really good job defensively rebounding the basketball, pulling down 77.3% off the defensive glass. They're actually the 16th best defensive rebounding team in the country. Portland, on the other hand, has struggled a little bit more, pulling down defensive rebounds, a 72.4 defensive rebounding percentage, 156th in the country. And Portland's really struggled rebounding on the offensive side of things, 24 offensive rebound percentage 299th in the country while southern utah pulling down 27.8 percent off the offensive glass 182nd in that category and you know at home in this game southern utah in my opinion has a tremendous edge even without jones in their leading scorer this southern utah team has looked very very solid as of late like we said earlier portland only one win over a kin palm top 200 team on the road this season especially they have had some tremendous struggles southern utah has been pretty solid at home this season i think southern utah is going to take care of business in in pretty good fashion in this game now looking over to oz jam for the lines for this game um unfortunately don't have a ton of books listed here scrolling down southern utah yeah minus 110 at most of them but we do got one minus 109 here um so we'll go ahead lock that in southern utah minus four here against portland and that is it for Saturday's college basketball show. If you want to see more college basketball action for today, head over to hotdebest.com. Take a look at all the computer model stuff up there. As well as we got NBA, NHL, got the UFC card happening today. So go take a look at all of that. Also, if you haven't already followed the Hot Tibets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, go over there, follow all those social platforms so you don't miss out on any of those computer model picks, as well as follow my personal accounts at Hot Tibets Chris on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date with all the picks I'm giving out here on YouTube and all the content that I'm putting out in general. Also, if you are watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for these college basketball matchups today. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.